Tanahashi, and you're listening to the Winging It podcast. And today's episode of I Think I Heard That Song Before, I'm going to be talking about how birds learn to sing and the process behind it. So something very interesting about birds is they live in an environment with so many different species of other birds, and yet some way they only learn their specific species of birds call and song. And there's even some birds that learn multiple different species of birds call by mimicking, and they even mimic other animal noises. They'll even mimic a camera click or even a car engine. So the first thing that I'm going to be talking about is the phases of the song learning process of birds. The song learning process of birds can be separated into two parts or phases, which are the sensory learning phase and the motor learning phase. And with these two phases, the birds will not only learn the song, but will also commit it to memory. The sensory learning phase is when the songbirds are first listening to the songs heard around them, and they learn this from other birds of the same species, and they commit that to memory. And the motor learning phase is when they try to practice that song that they hear and have that memorized and something that could be compared to humans is that when the baby birds are first learning how to sing a song, they'll babble or mumble, which is something that babies do when they first learn how to talk. Something else that could be compared to humans that's a, an interesting fact is that birds also have dialects and it differs between birds of the same species that live in different locations which is really similar to how humans that live in different geographic locations, but yet they still somehow find a way to speak the same language, but in different dialects. So the next topic, I'm going to be talking about two different birds and their different ways that they learn to sing and the difference between their songs. So the first bird that I'm going to be talking about is the mockingbird. And something really unique about the mockingbird is that not only does it learn its own song, but it also mimics other birds and even cars. And the mockingbird song consists of other mimics of birds with their own vocalization. And I'm going to play the mockingbird song right now for you guys to hear. So as you can hear, the it sounds like multiple birds, not only the mockingbird, but it's just in this case, it is mimicking those other birds that it's here, hence why it's called the mockingbird. And um, a study that's done at Elon University in North Carolina found out that mockingbirds are very picky when it comes to which birds that they mimic. So they prefer birds that have the same pitch as them as their own vocalization, which makes it very easier, easier for them to actually learn the songs. And another thing to note is that they are open-ended learners, meaning that they learn different songs and sounds throughout their lives and not only when they're young. So they use that two-phase song learning um, method that I talked about earlier and they implement that with not only their own songs but other bird songs that they hear and even car noises that they might hear and that is different from other songbirds who only learn their own songs in their early years of life. So the next bird that I'm going to talk about is the wood thrush. So the next bird is the wood thrush, and it is very similar to every other songbird, which is an age-limited learner, meaning that they learn these songs while they're still fledglings, and they commit that song to memory, and they use that call or song throughout their lives. Um, something very unique to only wood thrush is that they can sing two pitches at the same time, and their song consists of three parts, and it starts from a high pitch, and it goes to a low pitch, and then a high pitch again. And I'm going to play the with their song so you can get a better understanding of the song and the changes in their pitch.
So in listening in the Woodthrush's song, hopefully you heard the different changes in pitch, which is something that's very unique to the Woodthrush. So if you ever are outside and you hear those changes in pitches or that specific song, um, chances are there's a Woodthrush near. And the male Woodthrushes can sing over 50 different songs, and those are just the variations in those pitches that they learn while they're still fledgling. Um, something that I found out through researching is that birds don't always use songs and calls to communicate, which is something that I didn't know. And that um, an example of that would be how woodthrushes snap their beaks to show aggression toward off other birds. And um, other birds also implement this. So not all the time do birds use songs. And it just shows how not every bird song is alike, but also how birds choose to communicate different things are also not alike. So I hope today you learned something, whether that be the process of song learning for birds or how the mockingbird mimics or even how the wood thrush uses different pitches in its song. The main takeaway from this podcast would be that birds learning these intricate songs is not an easy task. And it's truly incredible how some birds manage to memorize multiple songs that all vary in sound. So the next time you go outside and see how birds singing, you can appreciate the efforts it takes for them to learn these songs. And maybe next time you find a bird singing, you'll research for yourself how that specific bird learned his song. And you just might find something interesting. So thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy this podcast, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.